0: Never-ending puke.
1: <laughs> Keep it That's in. perfect. Keep it in. Never-ending poop.
0: Never-ending poop. <laughs> Should have been the the title of uh, my daughter as a sequel, but it's fitting. Never-ending Q podcast. Today we're doing favorite sequels. Um, I'm joined by Matt and Jeff. How are you doing tonight, guys?
2: Doing great, Kurt. Happy to be
1: here. Yeah. Happy, happy to, to be you. back. Happy to be back, man. Yeah.
0: This, uh, this was a topic that required double the amount of research, because if you're going to do it right, you got to familiarize yourself with
1: the
2: original
0: movie. And then with, with maybe some sequels. And then I think you guys decided to be psychotic and, and run a race in about two feet of snow up a literal mountain. Glad you're both two alive mountains. Two mountains, two mountains. I'm sorry. Fitting for a sequel, yeah. So you did the yeah. first mountain, and then as a sequel, you did another mountain.
1: Yeah, yeah. Matt, exactly. would you say the sequel was better or worse?
2: Oh, the sequel was definitely worse. Yeah. That's that- a common thing. And that's So
0: sequels can be difficult. I mean, more often than not, I feel like they are inferior, and that, that kind of makes sense because sometimes the original idea of a movie doesn't support two movies. You kind of... Mm-hmm. Have your idea and then that's it. But money calls and so you want to you know go back to the well and do it again. And and the expectations are higher because now the audience kind of has a built-in you know expectation and there's there's a higher bar to clear.
2: So we could there's easily have a put, tendency uh, to just redo the same thing, a lot hangover, right?
1: Yeah. Research, yeah, I,
2: I, yeah, which is no point now.
0: yeah, we could easily do a a. Worst sequels podcast, and we probably will down the road. Um, it'd be pretty easy to do. Um, yeah, I'm probably so ready. You know, <laughs> after some of what I watched, yeah, it, you know, things that I had in my head that were, were better uh, did not hold up, especially if you're going to try and narrow it down to to a top five list, um, which is what we're going to do tonight as a, a cinema six-pack. So we each have our top five. We'll select a, a best of top five from that list and then uh get an honorable mention in there um i mean my criteria for for this list well let me back up i mean first of all this is a huge category so let's more than than maybe any other podcast except for the top duos there are just going to be movies in here that that you as the listener love that are probably not even going to be mentioned so let's get that out of the way now and that doesn't mean that we don't like them as a movie it's just like we're trying to not make this three hours so yeah. Oh, so that, and
2: hence the term, you know, favorite sequels. These aren't, we're not ranking right. best sequels because frankly, we're not qualified to do so. Uh, just a couple of idiots talking about
0: nonsense. Among many other things we're not qualified <laughs> for, including which, Jeff, do you want to talk about about installing uh, bathroom fans? Nope. Nope. You just, no, you're like good? to keep moving.
1: Okay. Like to keep moving.
0: Perfect. If you want to jump in and, and you know, have any venting, pun intended, uh, you know, let me know. <laughs> Matt liked it.
2: That was the first dad joke. I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I,
1: I I had put it past me. I was in good mood, and now I'm in a bad mood again.
2: Uh, <laughs> I can see you getting angrier by the i I'm, gonna,
0: I'm, I'm even gonna let you go first here in a second, because um, I've been going first a lot. We're gonna go. We're gonna go Jeff, then Matt, and then and then me. Um, we didn't lay out any ground rules. I kind of left this wide open. Um, I, I personally didn't have to like the sequel more than the original, but I understand if that was part of your rubric for, uh, for selecting. I just went with what were my favorite yeah.
2: that, I, that I really enjoyed. Some of them I like better than the original, some of them I don't. I think you'll see that like towards, towards the ones and twos in my list, you see that like the, you know, part of the reason they're so far up there is because they were better than the original um but yeah i didn't i didn't limit it to that the only thing like we talked about that we limited was you know no reboots um and there's one sort of gray area sequel reboot that's not on my list um but i think we should talk about it afterwards um, I, I i think i
0: know what it is but it'll be interesting if yeah let's go through the list and i think i know what's what it's, what it's going to be but yeah um so before we Jeff, go through that list
1: yeah, we we owe the listeners uh an update because we said we would do this. You actually went and did it. I was tasked with it and then I pulled a reversal and put it back on you. But um, who's winning the never ending queue? And who has won the most amount of picks? And so uh, the one thing we found is that we didn't start the cinema six pack until the second pod. So the first podcast, which was Favorite Duos, we just talked about our top five and nobody picked a winner and we moved on. So considering that in the last, I guess, six then podcasts, right, Uh, starting with Gambling, Chases, Mentors, World War II, Siblings, and then Father, we do have a tally in third place is our uh, gracious host, Kurt, with 13 total wins. Total wins? Total spots in the Cinema Six-Pack. They're all great, spots.
2: Kurt's just here for the love of the game, man. He doesn't care about the scoreboard.
0: <laughs> no, I care very deeply.
2: <laughs> he's he's only
1: ousted by one pick by none other than Mateo, with 14.
2: I... I and then,
1: then a lot, a uh, lot of
0: pressure tonight.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I fully expect that uh, there will be a lot more posturing moving forward after I announce that I'm ahead with 18. That's right, 18 picks. Uh, so I look forward to a heated debate over how things are going to fit in. I would say mine are going to be left out.
0: I would say recount, but I'm the one that counted it. So it would be casting shade on myself, which I don't want to do. So this
1: wasn't the dominion voting system. <laughs> we'll cut too that soon? Out. Too, too soon. soon. You, you want to talk
0: about Cuomo at all or just keep moving. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jeff, so on that note, let the competition, I guess, begin. Jeff, let's hear why you like Caddyshack too and why it deserve to be on
1: (laughs) here. Well, you know, I really didn't think there was enough cocaine in Caddyshack (laughs) 1. And so when they brought out the more cocaine, then I thought this is a better... Oh! (laughs)
2: there's
1: a direct relationship of cocaine use to quality. Right. We said before, sometimes it's just more money. This this Mm -hmm. is just more cocaine.
2: Right, sure. I heard Uh, they never actually stopped. Like, they never wrapped on Caddyshack 1. They just... They had a bunch of coke leftovers, they were like, let's just keep going and make a sequel. The real keep going. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Coke and film. <laughs> uh, so interestingly enough, in my five, uh, y- you guys both said, you know, sometimes sequels could be a cash grab, right? Uh, this was built as a direct to what I think was probably still VHS, could have been DVD at the time. Uh, and that's Toy Story 2. Um, Toy Story 2 was pulled out of the direct-to-DVD model uh, towards the end of screenwriting. And Pixar picked it up and put it back on the map for direct-to-cinema. And it came out to what I think is one of the best Toy Story movies uh, that are out there. Um, And so my criteria as I go through this is, you know, some of these are ones and twos. Mm, no none of these are ones and twos all of these are franchises uh what was the most memorable movie outside of one in that franchise so if one was the most memorable movie then the franchise didn't count to me if that makes sense so it has to be a sequel in a franchise for it to work if it didn't beat one then then that's that and i think so so the van
0: the van wilder series is just not a franchise in your opinion just it ends at van wilder and it starts and, and, and while two, the rise of Taj does not account.
1: <laughs> yeah. Based off, no, I like Kreischer's that. true story. Uh, yep. Anyways. So uh, I picked Toy Story two here in a five slot. Um, you know, we see a little bit, it, it's typical picks are kind of kicking in the gut along the way a couple different times, right? Woody gets left behind his arm pops off. He's uh, taken by who I think is Newman uh i love a good newman reprisal uh the toy collector and uh it's also woody's origin story right so we see like who the roundup gang is uh that whole aspect of it and then there's the the giant rescue mission to get woody back and does woody want to come back or not right does he want to does he want to get lured into museum life which seems pretty good or does he want to come back and be a part of andy's andy's room again um like best on for, one best motion picture for comedy um i think it's up there
0: i i love this pick um i it's really wanted pick. it in my top five and it was an honorable mention and i'm, I'm really happy that it's yeah. it's in the actual nominees for the number five spot i love that it that they took like a throwaway line I, Like think toy barn is in the commercial of toy story one that that buzz Kind of happens to see in in Sid's house, and so I love that they just right. take that throwaway commercial and I'm like, you know what we could do? We can just expand on like who Al is, and, and um, I think it's my favorite one out of out of the franchise, and obviously for you too. Um, you're right; it does go. The story goes deeper. I think I think in one, a, a lot of the acclaim was just around like how they made the movie, and the story is good. And it's it's fine, and obviously it's a classic movie. But I think two, the story is a little more fleshed out. I mm-hmm. like the, I like the, you know, buzz is kind of with them the whole time rather than fighting them. I mean, at least the, their buzz, they, they reanimate the, uh, the, the store buzz, right. um, but it's yeah, not as much of a that. gut punch. Yeah. That like they're combative and they're, they're, it's more like the buzz and Woody as a, as a tandem. Um, yeah. Even though they don't share a ton of screen time, you know, his loyalty to, to Woody kind of drives the story. Um, mm-hmm. I, three is, is so much of a gut punch. So dark. It, it's it's a you know to go back and watch it between like them being in the daycare almost as like a prison um I like three yeah. it's just like it
2: it'll seem to be in a mindset to watch It's it. also like eleven three.
1: years later like
2: yeah. yeah Three has my favorite um like toy scene like opening scene where it's like you're kind of in Andy's imagination of what he's creating, like the whole opening scene where um, yeah you know it's the the trolls on the on the train and Mr. and Mr. Potato Head are bad guys that's a real good yeah one. um Could, it, can yeah, you just... imagine
0: if they had ended Toy Story 3 with them going into the incinerator like you know, there's there's a cut where so some guy shows his mom like this fake version of it where like it just cuts to black and she's like what is
2: that <laughs> it's the kids movie <laughs> oh. Yeah, this pick. is a good one. We also get a few new characters in this too that end up staying with us, Jesse and Bulldog. Yeah. Right. Um yeah. The whole scene that's inside Alice Tori Barn too when they're like they're driving around in the car, Barbie jumps like Toy Barbie jumps in, and <laughs> mm-hmm. that's that's a good
0: one. Yeah. That's a good pick. All right. You got a lot to follow, Matt. That's a strong start.
2: All righty. So um I also had a bit of a rubric here. Um or sort of like things that I I just wanted to address. So what makes a good sequel for me? It expands on the world being created or the story being told, right? I think in a a nice way, it kind of gives you more of what hooked you in in the first one. Builds on the good, improves on the bad. It's pretty simple. So I I kind of stuck to that. Um, And I tried to fight this initially and then I just, wholeheartedly accepted it all of my Pixar action movies i just went right into that <laughs> um, so is. without further ado uh i had to get my guy john wick in here john wick Two is my number five um, hold on let me
1: hold on hold on i just have to cross off the square on the keanu bingo card all right good
2: keep going <laughs> you get it's a right. keanu anamorphosis on this one um first of all the fact that we got a sequel to john wick which was just the most ridiculous thing i think when i first saw the trailer i was like this is stupid what's keanu doing and then i saw the movie i was like well this is this is still really stupid but i'm fully in because it's just awesome the the action scenes the fights uh, everything um so the fact that we got another one here and they they just upped the ante on on everything they did in the first one was just great the fight scenes are. Kind of what keeps you coming back to this movie. Like he kills like so many dudes with that Mustang in the opening scene. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> also a pretty awesome chase scene that we totally omitted in in that uh that whole pod too on, on a rewatch. Um kills a couple dudes with a pencil, classic, uh John Wick. I love that. The whole scene to um after he kills Gianna in Rome and he's like running out of catacombs and he has everything sort of staged there. I, I mean I could go on about the the different flight scenes, but they're awesome. In terms of like expanding into the world, I think it's cool that we get another continental in another city. We get more of like the the phone circuit switches, you know, stuff. We we see like, you know, uh how how like the hits are kind of put out, like you you kind of just see the world that you know the boogeyman john wick operated in sort of before he was forced out of retirement and it it just keeps pulling you in um i love every time you get the sommelier in that you know and it's it's talking about guns like you would talk about wine i think it's just it's fantastic and then um yeah i I mentioned morpheus like the reunion for the with those two guys where you get the Bowery king towards the end of the movie it's just it's this movie is just a lot of fun and i think uh John Wick 2 does a good job of just just building on what they did in, in John Wick 1. Uh, I, I still think John Wick One's is probably my favorite, the more memorable, yeah. um, but this, this is a good one, far better than John Wick 3. You get, you get more of the,
0: John Wick 1, you get more of like the revenge plot yeah. and just kind of the, the that whole buildup of like, everyone just in fear that they've reactivated yeah. this guy that they're all terrified of is, yeah. is a lot of the fun of that movie. Um, it's still one of the best as far as like choreograph of the action. I think other than the raid, the raid and the raid two are the only things I can think of that are better. If you guys haven't seen either one of those, um, you know, that's, that's not on my list, but I mean, if you enjoy the John wick, then
2: yeah. Well, and they, they talked about, I forget what I was listening to, but they were saying a lot of the fight, the fighting was, was modeled after and sort of inspired by, you know, the work that was done in the raid. Um, so it's a great call out.
0: Um, and he's, yeah, obviously so dedicated to, to making those movies well. Yeah. Um, I just watched Parabellum uh, like three nights ago. Um, what'd, you, what'd you think? Not as good as two, but it's yeah. still, what you know, when four comes out and they're clearly going to do four, um, I'll watch it. Like, yeah. I, you know.
2: Uh, I love too. Has become redundant. But. Yeah. Yeah. I love too how everybody's like they see him like, you working again John? And everybody, to your point about like everybody kind of being scared to see him again.
1: Yeah. Praying just, the answer
2: yeah. is no. <laughs>
0: Bobot in, uh, in, in number three too. Oh That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's solid. Uh, I'm going to round things out baby. here and, uh, and take a purely nostalgic play and I'm going to say Back to the Future 2. Um, Interesting. It is not the best of the, the trilogy. It's one hands down. Um, and I was tempted to go with three because I probably watched three more growing up and three, my sister and I just talked about this, three kind of lends itself more to standalone viewing. Um, if you just want to watch three as as they're in the Old West and they got to get back and here's how they're going to do it. Um, it's, a, it's a fun movie to watch. I liked two a lot um, because of the ingenuity of we're gonna, you know, what do people like the most? Well, they like the first movie. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna go back to the first movie. Um, the opening 45 minutes to an hour is not great, um, which I know is, is counterintuitive. You know, in my top five, I'm, I'm picking nits at, at things that I'm selecting. But I think anytime you have to go project like what the future will be like in any movie, it dates it and it's never gonna work out the way that, that, you know, filmmakers project, you know, flying cars, uh, you know, I guess some things are true, like holograms um, kind of have hoverboards, not really. So that part of it was, was interesting, but it's really like when they decide, you know, when they get back to alternate in 1985 and have to kind of beat Biff there, then go back to 1955 you know, and not run into themselves. And I don't know, I, I liked I to me like a, a movie hadn't done that before. Um and it, it made it really enjoyable for me to watch. Um yeah, that's 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 my five. What's what do you guys take on? I mean, I assume number 1 is your favorite of the trilogy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, so. I, think I think number 1's my favorite. I I'm glad this is in here because I felt like this was a major omission in my research was going back to this trilogy. Um I love back to the future, but like, it's not high on my rewatch. It's high on no. my, if it's on TV, but I don't go out, but it's a really good movie and I don't know why I don't go watch it more. And so as I was going through sequels, I'm like, shit, like I just, I'm going to have to watch all three of those to really make a, an objective decision here. So I'm glad you did it. Or you at least had the the wherewithal to say, yeah. okay, I know these movies and this is where it is. Cause I just felt like it was such a gap in, in my ability to go. And it's such a good franchise. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's good that you brought it in. I love
0: this trilogy. And so it felt, I was really, I mean, when we get to honorable mention, I'll tell you what I was like so close to. I mean, up until we started recording, I didn't know which one I was going to go with. Um, but to leave this out, just for me personally, felt disingenuous. So that's my it's five, a really so I guess.
1: Um, it's a good it's really hard yeah. to beat yeah. the one, right? Like it's really hard to beat the first movie. It's, yeah. Yeah, and they took a long time
0: to... Well, I guess not that long. I mean, like three to four years, and then they filmed two and three back-to-back. Yeah. And I'm happy they capped it in three. I'm happy this didn't turn into... And that they haven't gone back to the well, which is shocking. um, Yeah. Because I'm sure it's been talked about. And
2: That's a uh, great point. There's people in that movie that need it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that they haven't tried to reboot this yet. Yeah.
1: Well, I think Michael uh, J. Fox is done, right? He recently said he was done. Yeah. He's yeah. Like officially retiring.
0: Yeah, so they could, I mean, to reboot it would just feel weird and wrong. Yeah. And I don't know.
2: Keep, yeah, keep this, be, keep this in yeah. Indiana Jones sacred, right?
0: Yeah. So our, our top five, or our number five nominees are Jeff had Toy Story 2, Matt had John Wick 2, I had Back to the Future 2. Um, God, as much as I hate to give Jeff another point, I think that I have to go with Toy Story 2.
1: Do what's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to fight for God book 2 on this one. That, that, was, that was a pick for me. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, Jeff, you're on a roll. So let's see. 19. Uh, <clears throat>
1: 19.
0: Good for you. It's number four. Okay.
1: All right. So number five. Number four. Number four.
2: <laughs> I think you should shut down Start the, the podcast over. Uh, this guy can't even count.
1: <laughs> okay, so this comes as the sixth film in a very big franchise. Well, no, a seven su- a seven film franchise, not very big, but pretty big, right? More than three. Um, and so, my fourth pick is Creed of two thousand sixteen. Creed. I'm
2: one. so glad you brought this up. Interesting.
0: This is the one I wanted to bring up with Gray. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Okay. So back to my kind of thinking here is best movie of the seven. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Rocky, arguably, is the best movie of the seven. Rocky one. Okay. Um, be so hard for is- me to be hard for me to push against it, but Creed does something from a sequel standpoint that a lot of movies don't do. And we brought up the idea of the retread. You just brought up, you know, the best thing about the, about the uh, back to the future franchise was the first movie. So they physically went back to it, right? They avoided that here. What they didn't do was in Rocky five avoided, they tried it. They failed miserably. The idea terrible. that Tommy Gunn gets into a movie, first of all, real life boxer at the time, not a good person.
2: I'd, I'd like to we forget we about Rocky Five and Rocky Balboa, please. If maybe you we, just not oh, mentioning either of those.
1: It is eight movies. Yeah, Rocky Bella. Yeah. yeah, okay. So this is actually seven of eight. Um, this was a revitalization of that franchise with a new character without retreading rocky without going back to five and trying that mismanaged horrible idea over again Mm -hmm. it was driven by michael b jordan right we see new people present day we get away from a lot of the stereotype of rocky it's also driven by
2: rocky though too i mean wasn't he nominated for best supporting actor for this or didn't he win like he he didn't win haven't he have been nominated. crushed this movie he was so good
1: yeah yeah no he's fantastic in it and i mean you know there's a lot of like you know he's got cancer yeah. um right there's a lot of parallel paths there i mean rocky balboa i don't think rocky balboa is that bad i mean it was an attempt at like trying to bring it back way later um and i think it, it's hard for me to get in sylvester stallone's head but like he was probably pretty upset. He he is on the record as saying he would give Rocky five zero out of ten stars. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Balboa is a way like I can't finish it that way. Yeah. Uh, well, and
2: and they hit the emotional with the songs. notes in Creed better than than they were able to do in Balboa. So I think I think they kind of got it right here. My number four is Rocky four, and I went back and forth between. Creed and Rocky Four, so this is this
1: With Drago. is Drago
2: but- yeah um but I, I went back and forth between um and I only bring that up now because I essentially ruled at least from from my thinking that this wasn't um I don't want to say it's not a sequel because obviously it is but it's it's more I, I chose to stay more specific to like the original five in terms of That's fair. It shares a universe this is, it shares a universe, it shares a main character. It's Hobson Shaw on, instead
0: of a Fast and Furious movie.
2: Well, and I kind of landed mm. on like Jurassic Park more. So there's the original Jurassic Parks and then there's the new stuff with Chris Pratt. I think that's maybe one step further because this creed still has Rocky in it. And, yeah, I mean, Rocky Balboa sung. is
1: still in this movie.
2: Right. So right. I think he it's doesn't have a fair. cameo. Yeah. And I'm not arguing that this shouldn't be eligible. Um, I just kind of. I think it's
0: fully in play. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I love this movie. I think it's a great pick. I, I just, I actually had it in my number four spot. And then I pulled it out because I thought um, I'm just staying to the original five.
1: I so thought you had, a- you had Rocky four as your number four.
2: I have Rocky four as my number four. Awesome. Which we can get to in a second when you're done, but yeah. great
1: pick. I mean, the only thing I was going to bring up
0: was, was I, I just watched Creed two maybe a month ago and I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought they, they really lost something not having Googler direct it. Um, just something felt, I don't know if it's just like, because it's a sequel, you're just not getting, it, it doesn't feel as fresh and don't get me wrong. Like, I, I enjoyed it a lot, but it's not one that I'm going to be, you know, if, if it's on like HBO, like I'll, I'll leave it on, um, but and, and this is
1: yeah. great. Too, Where'd you guys land on that? I don't think we needed it. Creed too. Yeah, I well, mean, I think I think you, that feels fair. You, you could you can make the assumption that Michael B. Jordan going to have a career in his own right, and like, I don't know that we need to see it. Like, we don't need to ride off into yeah. the sunset with him and see all yeah. the.
2: If you're not going to do any more Creed's, we definitely didn't need it. When I saw Creed 2 come out, I thought, okay, this is Rocky part. Like, this is another round of Rocky. Now Creed's going to be the guy and we're going to have five of these movies, five or six of these. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think I think the Creed's popularity is a testament to, like, people kind of weren't done with Rocky yet, nor, nor was Rocky. I think that's kind of where five and six like there was still demand but there wasn't an uh, original idea anywhere right or a good idea rather um that's kind of why they felt flat and i think there was probably the assumption for creed that oh i'm this is another rocky movie i'm gonna watch it but it's maybe not gonna be great and then it just surprised everybody by being fantastic so i think you know i think people still want these movies i mean I'm, i'm there for it i'll watch all the creeds if they keep pumping them out
1: yeah, I mean, we should just evolve this into the conversation between the two of them. Um, but I think, yeah. you know, when you you look at the, we'll say the first six movies, we'll include Rocky Balboa in that, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it's not like a numbered movie in the franchise, right?
2: Yep.
1: Like four is four is fantastic. Um,
2: yeah, four is my favorite. Well, my favorite of I guess two through five or two through six. Mine too, Matt. I, I think you're right, Rocky. Mine too. The original Rocky one is is um, the most memorable. I went back it's, and forth. It's a better made movie. Yeah, I went back and forth in addition to Creed with Rocky three and Rocky four. And to me, it just came down to I like the villain better in four.
1: Clubber Lang is just it's too gimmicky. You it's have very, yeah. You have it feels um, dated. Hulk Hogan. Like it yeah. it got like yeah. They got they they got it back and four and like yeah. It was a like, it was a little dip. It wasn't as bad as five, but what I want, the point I want to make is like, I don't think we needed Creed two. I think we, maybe we didn't need Rocky five, but like Rocky's at the top, the top of his, I mean, all the money, he's got that stupid robot, like, <laughs> you know, um, like things are really good. And like, you need, I think we needed to see like, 5 5 was wrong. But 5 could have happened. It should have been a different movie. Is my yeah. point? Like him coming back, being broke and having to go back to South Philly. Like that yeah. that storyline, I'm there for it. The whole Tommy Gun thing and everything else. It was a garbage film, but like yeah. they just screwed up. Like I I'm okay with a Rocky 5 just not that one. Right. If yeah. that makes sense.
2: Right. Yeah. I'm like, hey,
1: I mean, Rocky One. I I I pull hard for Rocky One. I just think it's a miracle that the film happened. I mean, you, like Sly wrote, directed, produced, like starred yeah. in it. He's a nobody, you know. Yeah. Came
0: Fully concede that.
2: And now can't I talk. Too.
0: Fully concede that. I just to Matt's point, when if there's any of the four on, or even of the six on, whatever you want to call it, if if it's four, I'm stopping. And, yes. That's, and I'm getting in. And that's, that's, that's a big
2: part. Yeah. Well, and, and to yeah. Jeff's point about what's the most memorable, right, that's being your criteria, when I think Rocky, I obviously think of Apollo Creed, but the second person you think of, the second opponent, is, is I Ivan Drago, right? Yeah. like if he dies, it's just, he yeah, dies. I, I would break, I must you. break you. Yeah. like it, It's just the whole, and it was like, the whole, you know, 90s technology it. of it all, and like, um, one of the best training montages too in the mountains of oh, yeah. all of them. Like, can it's I say something about that training Greg montage? Glassman,
1: Greg Glassman, he, he <laughs> was like, oh, I should make that into a gym, CrossFit. Yeah.
0: By the way, Drago's, Drago's form on his, his uh, cleans is terrible. It's, his elbows are out in front. It's, it's awful. <laughs> uh, I will also say in watching the, the training scene, Dolph Lundgren runs like an idiot around the track. His arms are everywhere. I mean, there he,
1: he's flailing. Um, you think Dolph runs <laughs> a good runner? Keanu's,
2: Why is he? Running? I mean, Kiana's a lot uh, of time running. You know, got, he's huge. Uh, Guys that, but he's can't running. Run.
0: His arms are everywhere, and he's he's hitting the punching bag as he's running by it. It's just I don't know.
1: It's because he spends yeah. all that time on his arms, and he's hoping they're going to help. Yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe he's just run on his arms. He'd probably look a lot better.
0: Yeah. Well, we kind of combined uh your, your two number fours together anything else you want to say um on on either one of those movies uh
1: yeah, michael b jordan it. was fueled by a good friend of mine uh at the jews philly so i'll give her that free plug if you're there in you philly go. and you're looking for a way to get trim the
2: the other thing i will call out here too and i think um, um another movie does this that i'll mention in my honorable mentions but one thing Creed does really well is pay tribute to the original Rocky, like with the running. It, it pays tribute, but makes it its own, right?
1: Makes and it I think its own. Yeah.
2: that was really important for this movie, uh, and and very well executed.
0: Being from Philly, it's it's not you know, it's hard to not.
1: It's so hard. Too,
0: that, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, my my number four is uh, is a little James Cameron movie. Um, but maybe not the one that you're thinking of. So, I, a complaint that I've heard a few times is that we don't get any horror movies in to uh, to our countdowns. And I don't know that I would call this a pure horror movie, but it's Aliens. Um, oh, nice. Okay.
2: I thought you were okay. going somewhere else.
0: So, Alien.
1: Titanic 2.
0: <laughs> Titanic too. Electric Boogaloo. Um, this time it's personal. Uh, Alien, so, you know, if you look at Alien 1, 2, and 3, it's it's Ridley Scott, James Cameron, David Venture. That's a murderer's row of of really quality directors. And it's three very different movies. The first and the third, I don't really care for that much. Alien 1, I understand that it was groundbreaking. It's just watching it now, it doesn't really hold up. And I I don't know, I might get flack for that, but I, I don't enjoy it. Three, from a script perspective, has all kinds of problems. I didn't like it. I only saw it once. It's David Fincher's worst movie, which I think any director would kill to be able to say that. Um,
1: yeah, out of those three guys, I'm taking Fincher at one, and you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: Where does um, Alien versus Predator fall um, on your list, Kurt? Oh my god, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it falls off hard.
0: I mean, I I, I don't even <laughs> want to talk. Like Resurrection, I think I watched once. It was like, well, that's that's one time too many. Um, this was a movie that. It, I think really, it's a great action movie. Um, you don't see the alien for the literally the first hour of the movie. It's all built up. Um, great supporting cast, you know, Bill Paxton going for broke with, you know, freakouts galore. Just game over, man, game over, which, you know, I love Apollo 13, but if he had done that the entire time in the <laughs> capsule in Apollo 13, it would have made the movie totally different. <laughs> just <laughs> top max to say, like, would you shut up?
1: Game over, um, man.
0: Game over, man. <laughs> We just got torn to pieces out there Uh, (laughs) you know it's I think this really set the stage obviously Linda Hamilton um in uh in the Terminator franchise is kind of the definition of of a female badass but I don't think that that happens if if uh Ripley is not kind of the character that she is in this movie um the ending fight scene where she you know the, the, the line of get away from her you bitch um before she fights the thing in, in, in a robo suit. It, it's just a really well-made movie, which is not surprising because James Cameron, for, for being really difficult to work with, um, and I, I want to read something, um, you know, even though he's really difficult to work with, he makes quality, quality movies. They filmed this in England, and it got, the crew walked out a couple of times. Um, on the last day of the shoot, Cameron told the crew this, if the internet is correct. Quote, this has been a long and difficult shoot fraught by many problems, but the one thing that kept me going through it all was the certain knowledge that one day I would drive out the gate of Pinewood and never come back and that you sorry bastards would still be here. Which is quite a thing to say (laughs) to your subordinates and people who helped you make what I think is a phenomenal movie. So the fact that they were able to to put this quality of a movie together, but despite everyone just hating each other from from a production standpoint is remarkable. Um wow. Might again, be this I,
1: second second best quitting line I've ever heard. The first being uh well, I just won't say it because it's just F you, f U, F U.
2: You're cool. <laughs> you're
1: cool. <laughs> I quit. I'm out.
0: Yeah. Uh again, I don't like horror movies. I don't think, you know, they don't the it's I don't like them, I just never really they're not gonna come up on favorite list too often. Um, and I understand you, if you like that genre, then that's that's going to rub you a certain way. And, and I guess I apologize, but I love this movie. And if you want to call it horror, then, then this kind of...
1: It, it is for video. me. Um, yeah.
2: it's, it's very scary. It messed with me. <laughs> we've, we've established many times over that we're all sensitive little little children on this podcast, yeah. though. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... I, I had this in I mentions. I... I, I toward it around with putting it in the five. I'm, I'm glad you had it here. I think you hit all the key points.
0: So we got Creed, Rocky Four, and Aliens.
2: Uh I think we give it to aliens on this one. I mean it's such a classic. I don't know. Rocky I'm yeah.
1: Rocky IV is really good.
2: It's really good. Alright, I'll take Rocky Four.
1: I think you gotta take it Matt. Gladly. And the only reason I, I say it's really good because obviously I picked Creed over it thinking it was all the same thing, but you guys kind of brought to light that it's really not. And so It's, it's
0: splitting hairs, like really,
2: Yeah, I don't know. Same yeah. universe, it's a succession. I think it's a stronger tie to being a, a sequel because of how heavily involved Sly is from, from his character, but...
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, I'll Jeff, you're not going to be invited back after this one, but I wouldn't, you know, take that too personally.
1: It's fine. <laughs> 15.
0: Well, you might as well just finish out your top five list anyway. So what's your number three?
1: <laughs> you guys still won't get to 19.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this could be Citizen Kane too, and I'm, I'm not giving it to you. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. My number three Uh <laughs> a franchise i don't like love and i'm gonna get murdered for it um but it's a star wars film and it's empire um so when i think of star wars and i think there's like a running joke in the nerd community that people like me will say oh yeah and star wars when like luke finds out that darth vader's his dad and there's like that con kind of, no that's empire not star wars right like yeah. that's yeah. that 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 hardcore running joke but this is it. I mean, when I think of those first three movies and if you want to talk about like universes and the whole thing, let's just talk about those first three mm-hmm. as this my, my yeah. criteria for those. This had everything. I mean, this was this is the one out of all three of those that if it's coming on, I'm watching it. It's what I think of when somebody mentions Star Wars. Uh, you know, there's it's very quotable. Um You know, obviously the misquote of Luke, I am your father, which is not actually how (laughs) it goes. But um, so you have that. You have the whole thing with Han and uh, Jabba the Hutt. You have Boba Fett in here. You have uh, uh, Lando, uh, Apollo Creed. Uh, He pops up. Um, So this is the movie for me for Star Wars. And it's it's nonstop and it's great. Can
0: I, Matt, I don't want to jump you, but I have Return of the Jedi at number three. So I think it'd, it'd be more-
1: Let's go, let's nerd it out. It'd be
0: more fun to, so like, I, it was really close between, between. Uh, so of the three, I mean, would you say Star Wars is your favorite of the three? You think that this is- Empire
1: No, I think this favorite?
0: one. Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: Empire.
2: I, I think both of those are better than A New Hope, if you, if you ask me. I agree with that. I, to me, it came down to
0: putting Return of the Jedi over Empire. Empire is a better movie. Return of the Jedi, I enjoy more. And I, I realize I enjoy it more because the first act is you finally get to see Luke being a complete badass. Who's, yeah. who's in control of, of what he's been told he can do. It's kind of like a heist movie and, and a revenge thing rolled into one. Um, you can look past The Boba Fett death is terrible. Like you know, they could have been so much cooler than than what they did. Um, and then the stuff on indoor, I, I enjoy a lot. I understand the argument of like it's ridiculous that this I just like, like teddy bears, you know, these man. teddy just, bears just talk. these teddy bears could could defeat like you know in a, a technologically superior army, but it's still fun to me to watch two logs smash you know in 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 ATAT. Yeah, um, I don't think there's a really wrong answer. Um but to me, it came down. To, well, clearly you do. It's a Jedi.
2: So I had, <laughs> and clearly I have. I uh, and it's,
0: it is yours. is wrong. Yeah.
2: If, if I can be the tiebreaker, uh, I had. I have Jedi in my honorable mentions. Uh, oh, this I, is bullshit. I love Empire. Uh, I, I agree. It's not with arrogant, everything. Jeff. <laughs> I, I agree with everything you said, Kurt. I think Empire is the better movie. But Believe the gratification me. of just seeing Luke come back post-training, just kicking ass, it's just like, it gets me every time.
1: Um, I'm so tired of Luke Skywalker <laughs> by, the, by the end of this movie. He's so, yeah. like, I can't stand him by the end of Empire. Like, yeah, it's great he comes back and he's a badass, but I've moved on. I'm now a Han Solo guy, and I want nothing to do with Luke Skywalker.
2: You've always I been a Han his Solo hand, guy.
1: I hope his other hand gets blown off. As like, a
0: Han Solo guy,
1: you, so you like him Case in carbonite? To, he to gets out.
0: In, he, in, in <laughs> Jedi, he gets out. But we lucky? <laughs> in not an empire. Yeah, I got out. <laughs> yeah, but he got out. <laughs> Good, man. Glad to hear it. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, We're not going to have resolution here. So I'm, I'm, glad, that, that I'm, we, I'm uh,
2: glad you guys both went Star Wars here. We needed it in the list. I, I have. Doing Phantom name. Menace first. Yeah. <laughs> oh <God>. <laughs> <30. laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually went Attack the Clones. Um, <laughs> No <laughs> I have I have Terminator two at number three. Good. Um, let's pick
1: it as the let's pick it as a three-spot and move on. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: probably yeah. will be, but go ahead. <laughs> um no, I was yeah, I'm I'm glad you we got Star Wars in here, but I had to go Terminator two. I, I watched both one and two um leading up to this. I think one one is still what We talk about what do you think of what's what's the, the high note and still Terminator 1. But the switch of making Arnold the good guy in, in this oh, yeah. is just so fun. I don't right? know if I agree with that, Matt.
0: I, I, to me, I don't think one is the... I think two is... is you think two? I think two is the one. That yeah, I, I, I watch two way more than one.
1: I go two.
2: Okay.
1: Also should have been a chase scene movie. It was... Yeah. I, I think yeah. I had it in honor in the semi scenes.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe just because I, I actually watched these backwards in preparing. I watched two first and I was like, Oh, you know what? I should watch one. And after watching one, I was like, ah, oh. and maybe it's just recency bias, but that's kind of why I, I had it as better. But regardless, Terminator two is my, my number three. Um, I mentioned the switch on Arnold is the good guy. You talked about Linda Hamilton just being, such a badass in this whole movie from start mm-hmm. to finish.
0: Yeah, um, James Cameron again. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, James Cameron again. I, I thought you were going to pick this uh, for your four because in the, um, I did a little bit of research in like the making this and, and it was either this one or Terminator one, but what Cameron was going for was like sci-fi horror movie. Uh, mm-hmm. the Technoir, I think is what he called it or something. So, I thought that's where you're, where you're where going. Did. But yeah, right. Um, but long story short, yeah, I think I think kind of seeing the interaction between Arnold and John Connor and Arnold sort of learning about like humans throughout this whole thing, it leads to spoilers ultimately and sacrifice at the end is, right. is really cool. It's also, I think, probably top five most badass things anybody's ever done in a movie is driving a Harley. While flipping the shotgun and cocking it and then shooting yeah. it, like that a lot of real
0: matter. time act, yeah, a lot of real yeah. stunts too. They they flew a helicopter underneath an overpass, yet. which yeah. apparently hadn't really been done before and definitely not on film. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, and I, I, I would argue. So this is my number one. Um, I, I would argue probably top ten villain. That's a yeah. tough call to make, but I mean certainly iconic villain. I think so.
2: Um, the the lava or not the lava the liquid metal graphics don't quite hold up anymore but I think even still it's enjoyable and for it ninety two you radical. can
0: appreciate how yeah. how groundbreaking that was oh, um,
2: yeah.
0: which I think they well, did I think this before this and to you your point there's a lot of that
1: there's so many I, I'm gonna blank on the word here I'm gonna call it natural effects which is not the right thing but there's so many like actual stunts and explosions. That then you pair that up with visual effects of the time, and it's like, right. but you That's can get past right. yeah. that pretty quick. I mean, I think two is way better than one. Where
0: do you guys land on uh, on the subsequent sequels? Is there anything redeemable about any of the either uh, Terminator: Rise of Machines, Dark Fate, Genesis, or Salvation? I, I, mean, I thought Salvation watched, was okay.
2: I haven't watched Dark Fate yet. I really want to. I hear it's awesome um Salvation's the one with uh sam worthington sam worthington yeah um yeah i mean these movies are like pizza even the bad ones are good like I, I christian bale yeah like i think christian bale i would like to get more christian bale as john connor like i think that was cool um yeah that one was just okay probably one of the definitely in the bottom um of all of them um
0: like like, weirdly, I think what's the movies remember for the most is that's the movie that Christian Bale had the complete freak out that, that leaked online yeah, of right. yelling oh, at yeah. the lighting guy. Like, right. good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which that's is ridiculous
2: because he was, like, so secondary in that whole thing. But, but it's Christian Bale, I guess, so whatever. Right.
1: I think um, t- yeah. my, my take on that, Kurt, is, like, when I think of Terminator, I think of one and two. Yeah, same. Yeah. And the yeah. rest is kind of, to me, it was, like, you're riding the money machine and go for it, but like, and to Matt's point, they're not terrible. Like they're digestible, right. they're they're easy to watch. But yeah, mine too is it?
2: Well, yeah. and and another little bit of research. Apparently, this is the movie Terminator Two is the movie that Cameron wanted to make. It's like it, it one he was very proud of, but there was just a lot of things that, for whatever reason, he he couldn't push through. Even to the point where like he had initially planned on. Casting Arnold as um, Reese, and then when he saw him, he was like, "No, this guy's the Terminator. Like he has to be. And he had to convince Arnold to be the villain. So, like the fact that he finally got Arnold as the good guy, and you know the special effects and everything else, it was just, um, yeah, it's, it's, I love this movie. It's awesome.
0: Well, like I said, it's, it's my number one. Um, I'll good I, I, I think I say we just take it too. Yeah. And uh or take it at the number three spot
2: now continue exactly like to
1: infuriate one. the Star Wars people.
2: <laughs> There's always honorable mentions we can come back. Drafting right, angry should, emails right now. We probably should take one of those in the sixth spot.
0: Do you want to really make them mad? I really did legitimately like The Last Jedi. Uh like quite a bit.
2: I, so. <laughs> I haven't I have no problem with any of the, the latest three at all. Yeah. I I've enjoyed them. I can't say the same for the prequels, but I, I think I like, I like Daisy Ridley. think okay. It's,
0: it's fun. So I guess Matt and I both get a point there.
1: Yep. You do. Um, Interesting.
0: Redeem yourself, Jeff. What's number two?
1: Number two is the Godfather two.
0: There it is. We've beaten around the bush for five podcasts about never officially putting it in the list. It's finally in a top five. Yeah. I knew you were we going to
2: put this in here
1: the reason it's not number one is because it's like three hours long and I cannot watch it over and over again. <laughs> if it was a two hour movie, it would be number one. It's funny. It's, honestly, that's
2: what all of our listeners say. All 16 of them about this podcast. <laughs> I
1: know, I know. I know. But it, I, it, honestly, it's, it's the only thing holding it back from the number one slot is that like to sit down and watch it. It's a commitment. Um but The Godfather 2 is a amazing follow up to what is arguably one of the best movies of all time. Um you know, Pacino comes to life in a quiet for Pacino character, right? Not a lot of hooahs and obviously uh, pretty far wouldn't far, allow that. <laughs> yeah, pretty far, far cry from uh, Scarface, but he's beautiful in this role. Uh, you know, the whole Fredo line storyline here. Uh, I think the scenes in Cuba are just awesome. I love everything about that. Um, and the veto storyline. So like the early veto storyline, you have this weird, like parallel origin story. And at the beginning, I found it like, I, I rewatched it in pieces over the last couple of weeks, uh, because it is a three hour film. Um, in the beginning of that storyline, I'm like, man, this is kind of distracting. Like, you know, we just had this christening. We're seeing um, Pacino take, really take the reign. He's having, you know, th- there's kind of this shot for shot of him, like, not the christening, the uh, confirmation. You know, he's he's in the in the office and the party's going on in the background. You have that thing with the the senator and everything else. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Like, we're getting back into. What the Godfather's all about, and then you're back to Vito as a kid in Italy, and so the beginning of that for me, I was like, I don't know, it's just distracting. But the way that that evolves into like understanding who Vito was, but then understanding how that makes Pacino, Pacino, and and like. Yeah, it's it's so well done. Like the crescendo there of those two things coming together, and really, you know, it, it does a good job of, of of outlining how who who became what. Right? You yeah. see why Fredo is this kind of pipsqueak in the family. Right? Like he was weak and sick in the beginning, and Vito's just like he he doesn't write him off, but like he definitely tensions out there. Yeah. He's straight, right? He's not yeah. going to be the strong one. Um I don't think we need to we, we belabor it all the time, but like we don't really need to talk about why the Godfather 2 is so good. Um no. But it to really is point, t- though, time that yeah. keeps it out of the one slot.
0: Yeah. It, it's also like not only is it long, there, there are parts of it that are we talked about like Toy Story 3 being like, I need to be in a mood to watch this. Like you kind of need to be in a mindset to watch either godfather but uh, to me especially too because there's you know fredo may have deserved it but you know in in accordance with oh man you know mafia law but it's rough watching you know michael turn fishing on him the fish yeah it's, it's the argument between him and Kay, um where she admits that it was an abortion that's really rough um that is brutal it's it's hard yeah um i've fast forwarded through it um just because i just don't need to I know what they're saying. I don't need to listen to it again.
1: <laughs> you think that's true? Do you think she? This could be a whole. This is a whole different podcast. But like, do you think? I think it is. As I'm watching, I'm like, is she lying? Is she just trying to like? No, I think it Piss is. him off so much that he can leave.
0: I think that she's. I
1: think the fear of of what
0: they're becoming. I get what you're saying. Um, I always. I took it to be as true. That it, yeah,
1: it's almost All like right. confession. Fine.
0: Um, I can see there's definitely, you could make a case that she's just trying to to get to him, but that's an interesting point you make about Pacino. I mean, like he, he's so effective in this movie and he's so reserved, like much more reserved than, than how he gets later in his career. And you would just think that he would put two and two together, that he had more success when he kind of keeps it reined in rather than, yeah. although he got rewarded for Scent of a Woman, which, which oh rewarded God. this kind of bombastic, um,
1: but it was a—it's it's a character of, of himself. Like he becomes yeah. this character of himself throughout his career. Yeah. He, he hasn't yeah. been able to shake it.
0: No, no, not until really the Irishman, um, and even that he was swimming upstream. I think against the perception of him as as this certain kind of actor. So I'm really happy you put this in. Um, I was kind of banking on you. This is one of the two that I was kind of banking on you guys putting in. Um, we, yeah. Like I said, we, we've been around the bush about being in honorable mentions and you know i, I don't know if it was going to make it in now i don't know you know we're going to do a podcast on francis ford coppola movies about mafia families <laughs> so, i think it's got to make it in now um yeah.
2: yeah i think i think we can safely assume that we're uh, we're checking on the main boxes that would piss people off we got star wars terminator and the godfather in here we're, we're doing all right
0: <laughs> if only paul newman was in godfather 2 we could
2: have checked that out I uh, think he's going to be the next Terminator.
0: <laughs> that would have been great. I would have, I would have been on board, and I think you could have pulled it off. Uh, Matt, what is your number two?
2: All right. So I told you I limited myself to one Marvel movie, and, and here it is. Uh, it's Thor Ragnarok. Um, hey, yes. Yeah. I I mean. Love it. What, what, what can I say about like this movie? It's just, Taika just, like, flexes the entire time. It's so good. This is also – so I was between this and Captain America Winter Soldier for my yeah. Marvel admission, and it was a really tough choice. But it ultimately came down to this for a couple of reasons. One, this is my favorite MC, MCU movie overall. I, I think I, – and I would just watch the first 45 minutes of it before we jumped on this podcast. But, like, it, it's just – the tone that they finally got right with Thor in this is so enjoyable, but also so important to subsequent movies. And as we go into Phase Four of, of you know Marvel, it's going to continue to be so with Love and Thunder, with the Guardians uh, side of things. If we ever get As Guardians of the Galaxy, which would be awesome, um, and just everything else to come. So I think I think steering into that sort of letting Hemsworth be sort of this like goofy lovable um god man child that we see in thor ragnarok yeah just works so well and it adds the humanity and relatability to the thor franchise or the thor world that was desperately needed like they were thor thor one was fine probably the the worst of the original core Avengers, like iron man was probably the best, then First Avenger was only a little bit better than Thor. Uh, The Dark World was just bad. Like, it's just not a good movie. This, and this is the second reason I picked it over uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, because the the going from Thor Dark World to this was just such an awesome, like, improvement um, that it had to be here. Because, you know, First Avenger and Civil War for Captain America, they were both real solid. so yeah, I, I think it does a great job, going back to my we were playing, expanding on the universe a little bit more, right? We get Sakaar uh, and the Tournament of Champions, which is kind of a, a pull from the, the Planet Hulk comics, which was awesome. Like the, he's a friend from work he's line from when the Hulk yeah. comes out, is just hilarious. Yeah, get and, help is, yeah. Yeah, and, and the dialogue that you get throughout this whole thing, like- Jeff Goldblum. The opening scene, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> fantastic. You get Meek and Korg, which is great. You get um, Scourge as Carl uh, Urban, which is just awesome. Um, yeah. The whole Matt Damon cameo in the beginning of him That's pretending, great. acting as Loki while Loki's pretending to be Odin. Um, yeah. And the opening dialogue between Thor and Surtur is like, Thor, son. Surtur, son of a bitch. I thought you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. They just nail the the tone of this movie so well, and I think it's um, it was really important for them to do that for for the success of like Infinity yeah. War and Endgame. Imagine those movies if Thor was still sort of this like straight played like sort of you know yeah. mythological person rather well, than I, like the approachable guy that that leads to Fat Thor. It's just great. I think
0: I think the problem they had. Early on, says the guy who never went to film school and knows nothing about making a movie, was that they hired Kenneth Branagh to do the first one, and he's very I, doing Shakespeare work is, is kind of his claim to fame. Um, yep. And I think that they got him because they kind of viewed Thor as that kind of a figure, and you can see the parallel of that. You know, right. it's a kingdom, and he's he's the next in line, and, and there, you know, there, there's, there's shades of Hamlet in this. Um, But that's not the way to play an MCU character. And so I, it, it was fine, but it didn't work completely. The second one is Alan Taylor, who I think they got because he had done a lot of the fight stuff in game of Thrones and it had directed those like really well. Mm -hmm. But again, like it's, I think what they're learning is like you, these movies are just basically become a palette for what kind of unique vision a director has for it. that's why James Gunn doing guardians was interesting that's why I wanted Edgar Wright to do Ant-Man. I thought Ant-Man was good, but I was interested to see what Edgar Wright was going to do with, with an MCU movie. Yeah. Getting Taika to come in and do this was a brilliant idea. I'm really excited to see what he does uh, uh, with uh, Love, and Thund- Love and Thunder. Um, yeah, totally right, Matt. This was, this was my favorite MCU movie. Same with you though. I was between, if I was going to have one on here. It was going
2: to be either this or Winter Soldier. Um, Winter Soldiers is great in its own right. I think that's where they really nail the uh, the fighting style that you see throughout the rest of it. And that's Yeah. Um, it's a thriller movie more than yeah. it's a Yeah. Well, and and I listened to a little bit about that too. They specifically modeled that after like the old school spy movies, which I think makes it really cool and you see that come through as well. Um, yeah. But I, I forget the guy's name, but that was the first one did you guys see Extraction with Chris Hemsworth, the Netflix movie? No. Um, one of the guys that works with the Russo brothers—I forget his name—but he was—he was a stunt guy who worked on all the Avengers movies. Winter Soldier was one of his first ones, Civil War, and then obviously Infinity War and Endgame. Um, he directed Extraction too, and and he's kind of credited for being like one of the main guys that injected like this this sort of realistic but really like uh, powerful fighting that you see in, in Winter Soldier that um, Captain America does, like the elevator scene in Winter Soldier is just mm-hmm. you know, fantastic. Um, so yep. I think that was a, an equally important movie for for the series because it, it kind of shows that like you know Cap's not like the corny guy that you see in the first one; he's actually right. a badass. Right. Um, but Ragnarok just just beat it out for me here.
0: Well, I appreciate you you reining yourself in and only putting one. MCU movie in um, yeah. so Godfather 2 Thor Ragnarok uh, this I guess is I already said Terminator 2 is my number one so this is my last uh, my last entry so my number two nominee is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade um, yeah, great call. love the Indiana Jones movies um, obviously King of the Crystal Skull is way down there but it's still I think I mentioned it before like that that movie was an event coming out and there's a reason for that because people love first three um to me it was a very easy if we're going sequels it's a very easy choice between temple of doom and last crusade Um, i don't particularly enjoy temple of doom um i understand that there apologists who who say that they like it but i just challenge anybody who says that they like it more than than last crusade last crusade gets back to what they know they're fighting nazis um navigating traps in uh in the temple you get River Phoenix as young Indiana Jones. You get Sean Connery as his dad, and 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 Just that you know casting. that whole banter, all time casting. Um, I really, it's one of those where like you know what else do you say? I mean, are you guys on board? I mean, you get like
2: Last yes Crusade 100%.
0: over Temple of Doom.
2: Yeah, I I kind of even like Last Crusade over
0: Raiders. Uh, like, I could make, I could see that. Yeah, I still like Raiders more, but um,
1: yeah, I I think this is a great pick. I love this. Anytime movie. you're fighting Nazis, I'm in
0: yeah yeah just that the, it's a funny movie too i mean like when the, the tank goes over and they're looking over the edge of the cliff and he comes up behind him and like he's looking over the edge of the cliff too
2: <laughs> i love the uh connor look what you did <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah
0: the well, that's, good. that's a very short amount of time but again like i, I don't know what it's you know
2: we don't need to rehash it If you don't know I mean, what it is by now, then like you, well, why, what are you doing listening to this podcast? Right, I It's yet.
1: Han Solo on Earth, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> with
0: with James James Bond as his dad, and, yeah. <laughs> and they have to also a, a good
2: chase scene in here too. When he puts it the is. flag through the motorcycle thing,
0: and maybe is it? The, I mean, I guess what's the most iconic line from India? I mean, Indiana Jones is it snakes? I would argue it's you have you have chosen
2: poorly yeah. uh or named the dog indiana <laughs> <laughs> He chose uh, poorly.
0: i think it's good for me it's godfather 2 seems unassailable as much as i hate to, to put jeff into the 20s um, yeah we, we gotta get
1: Jeff's. i love that you're all using the tally in your head well <laughs> you put the konami cheat code in by by
0: using godfather 2 how am i gonna not yeah we really vote for that
1: um, up, up, left, right.
0: <laughs> well, nowhere else to go but number one, Jeff. What is it?
1: This is going to be no surprise to Matthew. <laughs> I anybody. I think, I think we yeah. have the
2: same one.
1: Uh, Dark Knight. Yep. I counted on it. <laughs> yeah. I Do we need to talk about it? or uh, I mean, We've talked about this so many times it? already. We can talk about it, but I mean, <laughs> it's... <laughs> You know, you think of those three movies. What's the first one you think of?
2: This one. Yep. Yeah. Especially because Batman Begins was was cool for the people who knew a little bit about Batman, like the you know the Ra's al Ghul stuff, the training, all of that 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 hadn't yeah. been seen sure. in in the Batman movies to date yet. So that was cool. But do you it think was that still sort of like? Um, we were still sort of unsure where this was going. It wasn't the same franchise yet, and the, the second movie made yeah. it what it is.
1: They also picked like a like, and maybe maybe Christopher Nolan did it on purpose, but they picked like an offbeat villain, right? Like, one? yeah. I mean, you go back and you look mm-hmm. at the bat Batman gets re- revamped every. Seems like three to five years, somebody thinks that they can do it better, which is just. It's going to, I think it's going to be really hard to top Nolan. Um I mean thank god he came out and did it. I I'm the least fan of of uh Tim Burton but you know I think 1989
2: yes. Batman. See like, the one with the
1: nipples? No. No. no was that was Joel Schumacher. We're not going to talk about that. Um
2: <laughs>
1: You know, but I I still love, you know, Batman and uh and uh what was the Batman returns uh, with the penguin. I mean, those are really good movies. Probably my favorite Burton movies um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that have ever come out, but I really just don't like them. Um, but you know, they, Nolan for some reason picked, you know, he didn't pick the Joker. He didn't pick all these kind of like flashy villains to come out with. And on one hand it, it set the stage for what was going to come here in the dark night, which was yeah. like the end all be all of maybe villains. It seemed like
2: he had a plan, too. Like, you don't do that unless you know what you're going to do next, right? Sure. And and he needed this first one to sort of be like a setup movie, right? Which you don't usually see in a franchise,
0: right? Yeah. Well, it seemed like they were very interested in in what would this really, you know, how, how much can we ground this in reality as much as we can about a story yeah. about a, a crime-fighting guy who dresses like a bat. Um, and some of the villains in the Batman universe just don't lend themselves to to tell that story i mean mr freeze it'd be very hard to find a way to fit that into mm-hmm. a a story that's grounded in reality um right. without making it too fantastical But croc um you could have done the riddler I'm, I'm a little surprised that they didn't i mean that, that's what they're going to do with with the robert pattinson one now
1: um, i think there was such a hangover from the jim carrey riddler that like
0: they had to get some distance away get the hell it. away yeah. from it yeah yeah
2: well, and I like how this one, you, you know, obviously the Joker's center to all of this. And I mean, what more can we say about Keith joke? Like probably maybe best villain of all time, at least top five, top three. He's just That's top five. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, but you also have the slow burn of Harvey Dent's two face that, you know, is going to happen. Like from the minute you see the name, you know, it's coming. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you end up getting sort of one and a half villains for, for your money
1: in this and to kurt's point grounding that in reality right like you look at tommy lee jones's two-faced oh my like god purple zoot suit on one side with like yeah. the weird slime on his face Versus, okay this is pretty believable
0: right yeah the thank you for yeah.
1: smoking guy just got a, you know blown up in a factory half <laughs> <laughs>
0: his face burned off yeah um do you think that because dark knight was so successful that batman begins which was a good movie in its own right is is probably more overlooked than it should be or do you think it gets its proper due
1: i don't think it's because it's so successful and this might be controversial to say i think it's because Heath Ledger died
0: yeah it does add something to it
1: i think had had he not died like dark knight became this like somewhat coveted like held to a higher you know holier than now yeah. thing because there was this performance that was everybody was talking about it leading up to it right um and then he got sort
2: died. of frozen in time right yeah like no one never touch it again he probably
0: right. would have been in three he probably would have been in rises i would say
2: if had yeah. he not probably been, I, I don't know well and i think i think tom hardy did an incredible job with bane um considering he had to follow that act too yeah.
1: right yeah
2: and no no shade on dark Knight rises i think that's that's number two in this series and also one of my favorite batman movies um, i mean anne hathaway's but,
1: catwoman is a little a little corny like
2: yeah we really. also yeah. get um i think this is crucial too. like some really great alfred in this one um yeah Alfred was he was good when Batman Begins, but he was just you know, Sir Michael Kim was just kind of getting warmed up like he he's some really great Alfred in, in Dark Knight. Um, it also kind of expands the, maybe not the universe, but it, it gives you more of what you want in terms of like you know, getting the Tumbler as the Batmobile in one was sweet, but we get the bat in this one, which was mm-hmm. one. we get some more of the gadgets. Uh, it it kind of just gives you a lot more of of what you want. Um, I mean,
1: the whole Hong Kong sequence of like, that's so cool. Extraction. Yeah. Yeah. The extraction. I mean, I mean the movie take the Joker out of it. I think it's still a really good movie, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's a lot of, you know, yeah. And then you throw that in and it's, it's number one on my list, but Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Batman guy. Um, he's just my favorite superhero of all time but uh, I figured this would be one and obviously
0: that's you know we are, well it has to be because T2 uh, is already we already locked in number three so
2: yeah yeah we gotta take this as number one for sure
0: yeah
1: alright that'll work
2: um, I feel like and maybe this is just me I've gone back to Batman 1 more than I would have if, if two wasn't so good. Right. Cause just cause I want to like get into the setup a little bit more too. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I would go two, three, one as like my yeah. favorites in this trilogy, but it doesn't mean one's not a bad movie.
2: No, I, I think it it's a really strikes. enjoyable movie. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, this is also part of why, Uh, I think it was just too soon for, for Batfleck. Like, I, I don't, I think in a, in a different, you know, if there hadn't been a Batman between like, I don't know, given another three or four years or five years or maybe more um, from when, you know, Ben Affleck came out as Batman, like it was just too soon. Everybody still loved Christian Bale so much and nobody wanted a new Batman yet.
1: Yeah. Well they they do this. I mean, I, I don't know why. I mean, everybody just wants their chance at at doing it, I guess. Um, I mean, the MCU, you can make an argument that it's kind of it's similar, but like they're not replacing Iron Man, right? Like it's for some reason right. everybody thinks they can do a better Batman. Right. And Christopher Nolan was right when he thought he could do it. But I I find it hard to believe that there's going to be many better. You know, I'm going to give. I will say, like, I'm going to give this new one. The the trailer looks. I hear it's actually
2: supposed to be. It looks
1: just as dark as as Nolan's franchise does, which is good, and that's what Batman needs to be. It needs to be really gritty and really dark. Gotham's a horrible place. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think the first, I I think Batman Begins sets that up too. You show just how messed up. Gotham is in Batman One, which is probably the most important thing. That and the uh, just the training that Batman goes through; those are the two most important things.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh
0: Yeah, yeah. The new one. I mean, Matthew Vaughn is a good director, and I mean, he made me care about the Planet of the Apes franchise, which is something that I, when I heard they were rebooting that, I was like, I'm not, I'm not giving this the time of day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I thought that those were all really well made, so I'm excited to see. What he can do with this? So, well, mm-hmm. our top five is uh, Toy Story 2, Rocky 4, Terminator 2, Godfather 2, and Dark Knight. Um, and so, I, I'm going to quickly rip through just a couple honorable mentions, just to name the titles, and then we can, we can talk about what goes into the uh, what goes into the number six spot. Um, the movie I talked about instead of Back to the Future 2 was going to be uh, Born Supremacy, which I've talked mm-hmm. about a few yeah. times on here, um, I thought it was, I like it the most out of uh, any of the three. I like it more than identity and I, I like identity a lot. Uh, I just thought it was a little darker in a good way. Um, I thought that, you know, obviously I didn't like that they killed Marie but that was the point. Um, and I think that it, it showed that there are stakes and it, it added an edginess to it that, that I think the franchise needed if it was gonna continue and it, it kind of drove the story forward in a way that couldn't have happened if they just decided that like, Oh, we're going to stash her in a safe house and I'm going to go do this thing. I mean, it probably would have been a good movie, but it wouldn't have been nearly as impactful. And then you add into you know, the chase scenes, which is when we talked about it, the, the Moscow taxi. Yeah. Um, chase scene um, talking to Pamela Landy through the cell phone. Um, it's a great movie, but like I said, back to the future two was more of a nostalgia play, but it's this, uh, this easily could have been in the top five. Um, and then on top of that, uh, just to name a couple more, uh, I, I ride for Crocodile Dundee too. (laughs) I'm not going (laughs) to apologize. Uh, that's the the
1: Manhattan one, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then they go back to the Outback. They, they, the lure the drug dealers to the Outback. And
1: every time I get on an escalator, I think of him. (laughs)
0: That's yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah. I didn't know how to treat the two towers uh, because it's yeah. like, I, I kind of like I know I said I was gonna read titles off but now we're getting sidetracked but like it, it's different to me if, if like the Lord of the Rings if they had had their way they would have made one nine hour movie I feel like mm-hmm. but because of the way movies work they had to segment it so I kind of like don't even view it those movies like as sequels I don't know you guys agree with that or you think like
2: I have Return of the King is one of mine. Um, okay. I, I agree with what you said. Uh, it, it is kind of just one big movie and they just like basically say like, okay, let's let's take a break here for 10 months, yeah. right? A year, whatever. Yeah. Um, didn't they shoot them all at the same time? or at least the second two? That
0: sounds relatively right. Well, I don't know I it sounds like something he that. would yeah, do too but, far apart. Yeah. yeah. maybe the um, Hobbit. Because that okay. was like...
2: Oh, yeah, I think that's... Yeah, I think that's right. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, I like Return of the King a little better than Two Towers, but um, yeah, they're, they're just... I think yeah, honorable mentions is the right place for them.
0: Well, fair enough. And then the, uh, another couple I had were uh, Wayne's World 2, Mighty Ducks 2, and uh, Ocean 13.
1: I had D2 on here.
2: Oh, I can out about the uh, Oceans... Uh, we'll
0: go in, uh we'll go in reverse order. Matt, you got anything else that? You're, or give me uh, give me one that almost made the cut. Or I guess unless you want to name that yeah, is Return um, of the King and then a couple more.
2: No, I, the only I mean I mentioned Winter Soldier already. Uh, Toy Story was on here for me. Return of the Jedi, Return of the King. The only one I want to talk about for just a second is Skyfall. Um, yeah, I think it's it's my favorite Bond movie. Um, I think similar to. um Creed they they do a really good job here of paying tribute to the old while making it their own like I I get chills every time I watch the scene where he opens up the, the garage and the car's there and like, like that it's just it's great bringing Q back into uh think the actor that plays Q is a, like that's that's a really fun scene um and uh yeah I think this was this was a really nice follow-up um what was it this was the third in, in the new in the crank, or was casino royale who, quantum and then this? after quantum oh yeah. what i think it was after quantum yeah, you you I, was was after and then specter was after that
0: can i tell you why i didn't we may have talked about this on this podcast before but uh I, the only thing i didn't like about skyfall and it had nothing to do with how the movie was made or my enjoyment of the movie i didn't like that it they revealed that like bond is the family name because in my head i'd always thought like mm. well that's the that's the spy name and so right. like all of these all these guys could have all been james bond this could all exist like kind of in the same over and over again right but it's mm. like okay well is there also like you know are, are the villains the same name is there like multiple Qs is, is there multiple m's so like i mean that there's you could poke holes in that pretty easily too but um it's a, great, a great movie harvey Arbott, uh, yeah part m was great villain
2: great villain yeah, yeah. top notch um yep. i i didn't put it in my list obviously I, I thought the other ones were i mean i could have replaced john wick with this but we talked about bonds so much that I, yeah i figured change it up yeah All Right.
0: jeff what's one that uh, almost made the cut and then any others you want to briefly mention color money hello Newman.
1: <laughs> We talked about it too much though. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. I'll put this in there. But <laughs> Color of Money is a sequel to The Hustler. Yeah. You know? Um, so I didn't put it in for, for a lot of reasons, but that, that would have been the one. And it definitely would have beat out Toy Story 2. Um, I had Toy Story <laughs> 4. Okay, I like Toy Story like, 4 a lot. Yeah, that was a good comeback after whew, three. Um, I didn't like four I, that much. No?
0: No, nah, I don't know what it was. I mean, even if you rewatch it again, there's something about it. I just didn't.
2: I definitely feel, like it. It grade. didn't feel
0: necessary to me. Three felt totally wrapped and four felt unnecessary.
1: You don't like and Forky? What's wrong with Forky? I
0: don't know. This is going to open up a hole. <laughs> the Star Wars people have now pivoted to writing. I,
2: I see, think. I like it. I, I agree. We didn't need it, but I'm glad we got it because I like yeah. the ending of Woody getting something for himself. Like his whole arc was like, it's all about the kid. It's all about the kid. Right. And he's saving Torque because Bonnie needs it, even though that's true. He's like fallen from, you know, his status. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, the end scene where Buzz tells him, like, Bonnie will be fine gets me every time. That's a good point.
1: I went on a pretty good uh, animated film kick once I got into the Toy Story stuff. So I had I had Dory. I actually think Dory's a great movie. I'm going to catch flack for that. Finding Dory?
2: Great.
1: Yeah. That's
2: a good movie. Um, yeah. yeah,
1: Incredibles 2, I think, stands yeah, up.
2: Yeah, it's a good one.
1: A lot of these animated films, it's like hard to really say if they're... Most of them are not better than the original, but Incredibles I don't 2. Know, I don't know movie. why we haven't
2: gotten a Moana 2 yet. Max is really into Moana right now. We just we talked
0: about it. that, yeah. I think Frozen 2 is better than Frozen 1. I, I agree. Um, I like Frozen yeah. 2 better.
1: I'd agree. I, I bought Frozen 2 bedsheets today at Target. Yo, yeah. um, they make them
2: in King size? Yeah. <laughs> See
1: what you did. <laughs> I'm Sven. Um, Ralph breaks the internet, right? This was a dark hole I went down, uh, and I'll get out of it yeah. now. Um, I actually had Endgame on the MCU side. Um, but I'm not as well-versed, but I thought, I mean, I love that movie.
2: So I'm glad you brought that up. I, I love Endgame as well. Um, I kind of eliminated the Avengers movies from the sequel conversation because they're more like kind of milestones in the overall picture of things um, to me. I, I know that's kind of flawed logic because they are in themselves like, there's Avengers, then Ultron, then so on and so forth. But um, they're just such big events that I, I kind of felt like it, we'll get another opportunity to talk about, about those. And that's why I stuck to Thor and Captain America. Yeah, it's
1: fair. I, I'm, I'm like yeah that's fair. I'm like a shallow observer of, of the MCU just sitting there eating my popcorn. So.
0: But I think that's a lot of people. I, I think those movies have people who are very invested and people who just know that they're cultural touchstones and, and feel the need to watch them
1: um i do want so to bring who, up i mean yeah good so The i had so i did have batman returns with the uh with danny devito as the penguin on here i, I mean those two movies the, those two tim burton films i mean devito's is, is kind of gross but like he does a fantastic effective. job yeah it's effective it, and it screwed me up like i was a little kid um Same. like way too young like under five um but it, it was great, and then I had Good, Bad, and the Ugly on here, uh, which is technically part of a trilogy. But the I man didn't... With No name, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if I asked you two to name the other, like, you're not gonna be able to name the other movies, right? So like, fist fistful of dollars, and uh, is it is it those? Yeah, yeah. if uh, it's not for a few dollars more, oh, you are actually gonna do it. It's um. <laughs> Which was wait it's one the of them dollar, that might be the one the with dollar the dollar trilogy, yeah. Anyways, oh, wait, but any which way it loose is the one with the monkey. But never mind. It's, it's such a long conversation to get into spaghetti westerns, and nobody wants to listen to it. So uh, my dad does.
0: <laughs> Tom Brooks <laughs> is perked up in his chair.
1: Well, Tom and I, <laughs> I, I look forward to our podcast together on spaghetti westerns coming soon.
2: <laughs> Sponsored by AMC, the Never <laughs> Podcast Network.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's all I
0: had. All right. I did want to say, and this didn't come up, but I spent uh, probably about, what, eight hours of my life uh, watching all four lethal weapons, um, <laughs> which didn't make the cut for a reason. Um, but I just want to noted that for research purposes, I did <laughs> you that. So now,
2: we done. are am too old for this shit?
0: <laughs> a lot of that. There's a lot of that in there. All right. So I didn't hear anything really in honorable mentions. I mean, the, so I'll list off the stuff that that I think could be in contention for the the number six wildcard spot. So John Wick 2, Back to the Future 2, Creed, Aliens, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Thor Ragnarok, Last Crusade. I mean, they're they're two off of my list, but I would say either Aliens or Last Crusade are
1: pretty strong runners. I don't know how you guys feel. Hmm. I would've gone back to the future out of that list for you. Ooh. I don't. I don't
2: hate that either. I. I like, aliens or Last Crusade from your list. Um, are we obligated to put Star Wars in here? One of those no, two.
1: We're not obligated to do anything.
2: Okay. Good.
1: Nerds can continue to complain. Inbox is open. <laughs> Go for it. See how many DMs I don't read. It's no bad press.
2: I mean, I'm. I'm gonna lobby for Thor Ragnarok just because it's. It's. Uh, importance in the mcu and it's definitely at least in my opinion the best one um but i think aliens I is that. classic and as yeah. is Indiana jones so. i
0: think we can I, I would vote for aliens to appease the the, the neglected I'd go aliens. Uh, yeah yeah and just like it doesn't feel cheap to give it to it it's it's no. it's the strongest of the of, of all the movies i think we didn't even good. talk about the Prometheus or Covenant, which yeah. don't. I've, I've said too much already about you know, one of good, those movies.
2: Good showing uh, from Jimmy Cameron here tonight.
0: So if I get the list down, it's Toy Story 2, Rocky 4, Terminator 2, Godfather 2, Dark Knight, and Aliens. So interesting that all direct sequels except for Rocky
1: 4. Yeah. That is interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. I didn't think that was going so to happen. I, 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 didn't yeah,
0: I. I think down the line, we do, uh, we do. I think we definitely do worst sequels, which will be fun. And then we do, I think, best overall franchises, which could capture, you know, we didn't talk about Mission Impossible. We didn't talk about any of the Fast and the Furious movies. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like oh, we yeah. can't get to everything. People are screaming, like, how could you not talk about, you know, Tokyo Drift? I'm sure that that's.
2: <laughs> that's one we, we can safely not talk about.
0: Well, it feels good to be back in the saddle, guys. We'll
1: uh, Does. keep the momentum going. We'll be back with another episode soon. Um, Just in case anybody's paying attention, Matt and I tied the night at three. Kurt nice. too. two. Nice. Nice even split. You're never going to catch me.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned to find out. Well, thanks as always, guys. This is fun. Awesome. Okay, man. Cheers. See you soon.
2: Toodles.